0: Why are you doing okay that?
1: well uh oh wait are you about to do something
0: me yeah you i mean i was about to take a swig of water go for it ah, more more than a swig no it's about a swig it's about a swig and a half actually i don't know what that sound like to you
1: uh i'd say like that was like a swig 2.5.6 maybe
0: Alright, with that kind of answer, I assume that we are now starting. Welcome to the Empty Glass Podcast. Welcome this to the Empty not, Glass
1: Podcast. This is Stefan.
0: That was a really weird delay intro that uh, I dug a little bit, actually. Not against it. It's yeah. just different.
1: Yeah, I didn't I didn't hate it either.
0: Um, so, before we go into talking about what I'm sure you want to talk about the most, uh, which is Boba, because you finished it.
1: Yeah, I finished Boba Fett.
0: Uh, I want to talk about some announcements that happened uh, Biggest which or the one that I guess both of us would note since we both really like this show is that they're bringing back Futurama
1: are they really? I, wa-
0: I didn't yeah, know that with, I
1: had no idea
0: with most yeah it's going to be on Hulu and they've got most of the cast except they're in talks or hopeful to get John DiMaggio who is the voice okay, of okay so
1: like why is it that they can't get John DiMaggio what's going on with that?
0: I don't know. I, I think there's kind of uh, in talks too. Um, but what what's your uh, feeling on them bringing back Futurama like as a whole?
1: I don't know. I was pretty okay with the way it ended off.
0: I agree. Um, I I really enjoyed Futurama, and I enjoyed its. It didn't really have like an a super serious overarching story, but it had enough to kind of like not make it the simpsons not make it family guy like it had, it had enough going on with like the relationship mostly between fry and leela um that kind of made a progression kind of happen and then the way it ended and then, like every every season kind of ended like it could have been their last because that basically was their last until they got renewed again like you know always living off that edge uh, and the last the last season the way it ended i was perfectly fine with i thought it was good um it started that season started to go like a little downhill for me cuz it kind of got a little goofy Um, overly goofy. I mean, I know it's a fucking cartoon show, but, you know, it just... It got Family Guy dumb or Simpsons dumb humor, and I was was very happy with the way it ended, and I'm personally... I'm just like, you don't need to bring it back. It's done. Let it be done.
1: Yeah, I guess they just assume that because Futurama isn't necessarily... I mean, it gets to the point where you have to follow the episodes to understand, like, the overarching story. But because... but because not not all the time i mean because that's that's my point like they're episodic and you know you can kind of watch them in whatever order i guess they assume that they could just make more adventures they could they could put them on more adventures they can do more things with the planet express uh, crew so they just they just want to keep i don't know they just want to keep trying to give them stories and maybe they felt like it wasn't the happiest of endings it wasn't exactly what everyone expected. So maybe they're trying to err more on the side of giving everybody what they really
0: wanted instead of kind of like that
1: vague sort of ending.
0: Well, that's the thing is that they're never going to give everyone what they always wanted. Like, and I don't think it's more of a necessity to give these characters a final uh, resurgence as much as it's probably, hulu looking at the amount of times huge drama has been rerun on their site and like hey we could profit probably a little bit more off of this like i hate to i hate to be the pessimist and i certainly hate to be repeating myself because i know this stems to like all things especially with me and star wars and shit uh are you frosty boy
1: no that's robert hello robert how are you doing buddy
0: robert what the fuck
1: how's it going robbie
0: damn uh this is embarrassing well, anyway, as you were saying... I hate to ask someone more muscular in the fucking chat than I am. But anyway, yeah, no, with the Futurama, it's just like, just let it end. Let it be over. No need to drag that fucking dead horse back out and shit. Um, but, I mean, that's that's the same about Star Wars, which we're going to get into. Yes, we know, Robert. We can read the fucking chat. Also, I'm going to throw you a little sauce. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> we're on a delay uh, on, in his eyes. When, when we see him on the chat, it's he's getting what we said, like... A few seconds ago. You know what I mean?
0: I know, but I already said like thirty. So minutes you're being ago, a fucking like, oh, dick, Robert. dude. Shut up.
1: All right, but yeah, but <laughs> hey, back on let me touch on Futurama one more time. Yeah. I I don't hate the idea of the show coming back. I don't hate it. Um
0: it's I rain, just man. it's
1: just it's just it's just they better write some good episodes. I'm excited to see if they'll actually do some good shit. I mean, usually Matt Groening And all those writers, because I mean, it's like his crew of writers, they had a little bit of a slump there on The Simpsons, but they kind of come back up and more modern Simpsons episodes have been pretty funny. So I'm thinking, hey, like, I want to give it a chance. At least I don't want to say I hate it yet. But overall, I am satisfied with the way that it did end. And if they didn't continue to make Futurama, I wouldn't be mad about it either. I'm kind of neutral. I'm, I'm, I'm the Swiss, uh, what is it, the Swiss- Switzerland. I have the Swiss point of view here.
0: Yeah, I remember when I had a fucking neutral bitch point of view too. I'm kidding. But Rob gets it. Just kind of revivals equals just more opportunities, uh, money opportunities, which is kind of my mindset as well. Um, but yeah, I think for me, it's just like whatever. I still really like the original show, so it's just kind of a thing that I guess was going to happen eventually. And I, but I do think it was kind of risky for them to announce it without scoring John DiMaggio since he's such a huge part of that show. Right.
1: That is Um, a little
0: weird. Don't get me wrong. I love every voice actor in that show, especially like Billy West who does like a thousand different voices and stuff like that. But, um, he's literally the most memeable character and shit. Did you just put all the Twitch up on your phone or something?
1: Yeah. I, I can't believe you actually heard it. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's like we have decent mics or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. I also don't think I have Push to Talk turned on on um, uh, Twitch, or not Twitch, on um, Discord, so you can hear whenever I pull up stuff. But the audience can't, so thank God for that.
0: Well, Rob, let us know. So um, going into that, I guess uh, since we're talking about fucking deadbeat shows that are continuing to be brought out past their lifetime, let's talk about The Book of Oba
1: let's talk about the book of Boba Fett spoilers going forward. If you haven't watched you, the book of Boba Fett or finished the series, this is your yeah, opportunity okay. to bow out for just a little bit, but I don't think we're going to talk about it too long. Cause I, I, I have a good opinion of it. I don't know about everybody else. Watchable. Everybody else being you.
0: It was very watchable and that's pretty much it.
1: I liked it. It was fun.
0: <laughs> uh, Alright, Rob is saying we need to talk about fucking Dexter, which I fell off of Dexter probably season six. I um, never which, I never
1: I never watched Dexter. I thought that was the show about the little kid in
0: his laboratory. No. Uh Dexter had a phenomenal I'm gonna be fucking sound like you know Reddit here because I'm gonna basically put out all the same shit. Uh season four of Dexter is probably one of the best seasons of any show, like ever. Um it has Oh, what's the fuck's his name? John Lithgow as like kind of the foil for that season and their oh, interaction okay. and just relationship is so good. Like you will be terrified of the man from the third rock from the sun because it's, he's just excellent. Um, after that though, following season five, cause season four had kind of a, no spoilers, but a bit of a twist ending and then season five just was not able to really recover. Um, in my opinion, and I know a lot of other fans feel the same way. It just really didn't do a great job of keeping up that momentum or keeping up the stakes and stuff like that. It got a little bit better in season six, and then what I heard uh was afterwards it got better and better. Um but it didn't you know, Rob sounds like he's up today, so he can definitely, you know, fix my theory on this. But I think season four is where it peaked pretty hard. And then it the series finale was not good. It was not Satisfactory. And so, what they did was they made it the newest show that's currently going on, the uh, Back for Blood. I thought it was back new, for new, no, that's, new that's Blood. It. New Blood. New Blood. Right. Yeah. But the new one essentially it's a continuation to kind of recover the story. And I heard the, once again, all here say I do actually want to check it out. So, I'll have to catch up at some point. Um, but from what I heard was it was really, really good. And some people, not all, but some people were kind of disappointed that it wasn't just a recovery season. It was trying to just reopen the Dexter door again to get more seasons out there. Sounds like something I would probably have a opinion or negative opinion over, but I haven't seen it. I definitely want to check it out, especially if it recovers all the past seasons of Dexter. But I probably will have to start from scratch since it's been forever.
1: I have never seen Dexter before. He's a guy who kills people, but he's good.
0: Uh, first season's really good. Second season is okay. Third season's pretty forgettable. Uh, and then the fourth season, like I said, excellent. So there you go. Nice, man. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the book for Boba, because uh, I'm going back to that. Is, the, book, uh, the
1: book for Boba Fett. We bought you a book, Mr. Fett.
0: <laughs> yeah, Someone needs to fucking buy a book about how to make a fucking plot and throw it at Boba because there's so many god like okay so rob i apologize or whoever the fuck is listening to this at a later point i apologize if you haven't seen the book of boba or whatever but there are two episodes mainly dedicated to not boba fett and his story it's purely dedicated to star wars and like the mandalorian and stuff like that right those two episodes are so crucial I feel like they were so crucial to establishing the characters in Boba's gang, establishing his fucking, you know, in the last episode, he's like, the people of Tatooine need me, or whatever. It's like, but you've never shown anything to show that any of these people need you for fucking shit. Like, there is just a... It's a build-up. There's an important organ missing from the show that was filled for more Star Wars Mando bullshit. Like, not that mm-hmm. I hate that stuff, but I'm just saying, like... They sacrificed, like, it was even, the show ended with the Mandalorian theme before it cut to credits. Like, it just showed that clearly Boba Fett and Boba Fett's story and all of its characters in there took a clear backseat to the Mandalorian and the current Star Wars universe. And that's a fucking problem. I'm not going to say for the right show now, is shit.
1: For right I'm now. not going to say
0: the show's shit, but it's certainly, you don't do that. That's not how you structure something that you want to make. That's how you structure something you're forced to make and then you... Put in the stuff you do want to make, a.k.a. Mando and all the other Star Wars stuff.
1: I, I could agree, and I can also disagree. Um, I, I disagree in the fact that we know that they're going to bring Boba back. And we know he's going to get another arc going forward in The Mandalorian. By the way, I was just cleaning the house last night, and I figured out where they're going to take all of this. I, it just eureka moment. Bank account. Yeah, of course. But it eureka momented in my head. I was like, oh, fuck. I know where all this goes. I know now. Would you like to hear my theory or do you not care?
0: Um, I mean, sure. I'll, I'll hear you. And uh, Rob is saying, uh, saying some stuff in chat saying the Book of Boba Fett was the DLC for Mando and the setup for Mando season three, like Daredevil season three after Defenders, which was ass. Yes, but I will give a slight defense here to the Defenders, no pun intended. The, that was based off after established characters with their own seasons and own shows before they did that. So, that I mean, don't get me wrong. Boba Fett is leagues better than Defenders, but at least each of those characters, even Iron Fist, had their own show before that was done. He also, instead, said, he also
1: said Cad Bane is not dead, calling it now. I agree on that. Um, I'll touch on that in a sec.
0: I wish he'd stay dead because before you go to your theory, no one fucking died in the last episode. None of the fucking quote unquote good guys died. Not a no, single person. Um,
1: some of the mod people died and the people. Not like defending really. The, yeah. They they showed their dead bodies like as when they're talking s- and stuff. I, I just watched it last night. They, there I are just people watched yesterday dying. too. Nobody important dies. Nobody important dies. Yes, I'll give you that. But yeah, some background people die and the mod people die and you see people dying left and right.
0: Not super a lot. Like, really, I was looking at the bodies on the ground. Like, there was one part where I was like, oh, three people got knocked over. When the giant fucking T, the Terminator thing, it looks like the Terminator thing, blasted them. And then, like, there's no bodies scorpion, afterwards. It's a, just a scorpion like, droid. Oh, who gives a shit? But it's just like, how is this thing missing so much? And how is this thing not more lethal? How are these people just running? Like, I don't need people to die every five seconds. But at the same time, this, this motherfucker with the eye is doing a goddamn twirl and shooting it's like dude you just have a, it's like it's
1: just stylistic man it's, it's just stylistic. Styl- yes it is
0: dude the it's thing just stylistic is, yeah, that's the thing. It is, i've seen it is other stylistic.
1: people i've seen other people talk about shit about that on the internet and i'm like it's but just thing it's, is, it's just like, fun it's just fun just have fun okay
0: no hold on the thing is is that the thing i really liked about the mandalorian is that it was a lot more grounded it was a much more grounded star wars like it wasn't some motherfucker going out doing stupid shit like he had armor that deflected bullets like there was a reason he could do it and there was like legit good shit in there and then all of a sudden it they get into the more star wars like movie thing where it's like oh we're gonna be more fantastical quote-unquote stylistic and shit like that it's like can we not like take this seriously? Like this this is what made Mando good in the first place, and this it's slowly getting away from that, which is kind of annoying. I think it's, it's a very just, Robert it's, Rodriguez it's move. Robert,
1: it was just a Robert Rodriguez type thing. I liked it. Hey, so back to my theory on where all this is gonna go, if if anybody cares. Okay. Uh,
0: Rob, do you care?
1: Rob, do you care?
0: Said-
1: <laughs> all right. Well, this is this is what I this is where I think it's all going. Sure. I think I was just cleaning the house last night and I was like, holy fuck, I figured out the whole, po- the whole point of the Mandalorian. Okay, you ready? I'm going to say this now and I want to come back to this when they finish the, sh- the series. All right. What's going to happen is that Din Djarin, because he's still like a religious dude and believes in the Watch, he is going to go back to Mandalore with the baby and they're going to find that there's either some sort of a Sith presence there or it's been turned into something else. I don't know exactly what, but opposition, right? Bad guys. And it's going to awaken something in in Din. And he's either going to be, I think, he's either going to be Force-sensitive and he'll get better at using the Darksaber or... During the point, and, and or, let me say and or, because they might work this in too. when they go to Mandalore to defeat the evil presence, whatever it may be, Din going to recruit all of the Bo-Katan people and Boba Fett, and he's going to recruit as many people as he possibly can. And he is going to... They're all going to c- concurrently defeat the evil presence on Mandalore. And Bo-Katan is going to turn on, on Mando, on Dinjarin, And she's going to try to kill him so she can get the Darksaber. He's going to win, yada yada, whether he actually kills her or not. That's Disney's decision. No. And then what's going to happen is that Dinjarin is going to give Rule of Mandalore over to Boba Fett. And he's going... Boba Fett's going to make the Marshal... Uh, guy, the Timothy Oliphant guy, the dynamo of Tatooine, and they're gonna like <laughs> Yoda, baby Yoda, fucking Grogu is gonna grow up on Mandalore as a Mandalorian. We're gonna get that, and they're gonna show. They're gonna give Boba Fett's like final sign off when we finally, if they're ever done with this, which God knows it's Disney. We've been over that a million times. But if they are gonna give a final sign, si- uh, like sign off for these characters. It's going to be that Grogu's going to be raised as a Mandalorian on Mandalore and that the final shot of Boba Fett will be him riding the uh the, what is it called the fucking uh mythosaur. That's how they're going to do it.
0: I mean, I going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this by saying yes, that is quite hilarious. RoboCop is definitely uh amazing. Uh two, you are probably correct. And three, like honestly, like it does sound correct. Sounds exactly like what they're leading up to. It's kind of all being placed there. in three, it just doesn't sound interesting to me. <laughs> like I am right. losing interest so fast in all. But this they shit.
1: do. They do tend to twist me over. And like when I think I finally have something figured out, they they totally twist me over. I don't think Cad Bane's dead. I think that motherfucker's still alive. Yeah, his little like chest was beeping, and he doesn't he have like a robot buddy.
0: Ah, you're asking the wrong guy. I, cool. I don't remember the Clone Wars too much.
1: He has a little robot friend. I don't know what his name is.
0: Um, I mean, the thing is, like, yes, they are building up to, like, the the whole confrontation and stuff like that, but it's just... I, when I was watching the Book of Bubba last night, I was like, there are a lot of cool things happening with, in the sense that, like, you know, fucking Rancor versus a giant robot, whatever, but... I, I kind of, I kind of thought about it earlier uh, when I was taking a massive shit. So you drew that with fucking book of Boba. I'm joking by the way, but I was, uh, no, no, no it's, like, it's,
1: it's the book for Boba Fett. Don't forget. It's a book for him. He needs to learn how to read.
0: Yeah. how It's the book of how to make your Boba tea delicious. Um, but I was thinking earlier, like, I think for me, I just live and a lot of people, but the way I'm kind of interpreting it is I live in a post comic book movie world. And what I mean by that is I grew up reading comics. You see these crazy fantastical stuff happening all the time. You see, you know, Thor blast the thing of lightning off of Captain America shield and all this crazy stuff in comics. And then now you see that in movies all the time, you see these crazy fantastical stuff. So it's like, it doesn't even leave room for like, an imagination in a sense like i mean because not in the sense of the movie but like when you imagine it as a kid reading a comic like your brain goes like everywhere like how that would happen or what the the situation is but now like that's what they're capitalizing on movies is that or the disney movies the marvel movies the star wars movies dc movies whatever is that they are show is like i've gotten to the point now i've seen every fantastical thing that i can see like especially with like end game like you had every single hero that in those movies and one single fight thing that now the big fantastical stuff without any context is just not doing it for me when i see a rancor fight a robot i'm like i my kid version of myself should really enjoy this but i can't help but thinking like what what's the point of this like what's the point of any of this like these characters aren't developed this one girl who's on the biker gang is talking to another girl like they've been having a rivalry the entire time. literally, they had one comment when being under fire. It's like, th- that's the stuff that's running through my head. Is that the cool stuff? That's cool for a lot of people. Is just that for me, and that's that's kind of where I'm falling right now. And that's so when you're talking about the your theory, which like I said, sounds very accurate to what's their heading. Is like without a proper build up in context, which the book of World did not do that for me. I just don't give a shit.
1: Yeah, I think it did a good job. It, it did what it did, and I enjoyed it, so.
0: Cool, but no uh, no comment on the whole, like, l- like, what do you think of when I say, like, uh, what I just said in words, parts of it, not all the words, but some of the words of, uh, l- like, they've just shown way too many. Yes, I am very pessimistic. I'm sorry, that's just how I was uh, inducted in the world. But I just mean the sense that, like, don't you feel like there's just a, there's no room for imagination or just not an imagination? I'm, I'm phrasing this fucking terribly. But just like you've seen all the crazy – maybe because you haven't watched as so many Marvel movies, but it's like you've just seen so many crazy stuff in movies with like battles and stuff like that. There's just like how many of these can I watch w- while it's still being different?
1: For me, it's translation, right? So I can watch an action movie and appreciate it because the way they translate action to battle scenes everything i saw in the last episode of the mandalorian was pretty impressive as far as that goes um character development and like bringing up little side stories that aren't fully fleshed out is just the way this is the way that mandalorian or boba fett is not the first show to do shit like that um i feel like the marvel movies are a gotcha every single one and i was talking to rose about this um and i was like you know they're going to try to keep these characters around forever but at some point they will have to close the the chapter because the actors will get old the the context will get old the stories will get old and then they'll hopefully move on to something else but star wars itself is going to last forever disney's going to last forever marvel movies are going to last forever superhero movies are going to last forever so i don't know like it has its fair amount of cheese i'll give you that you know and yeah, you know, like what I would have liked to see more Boba kicking ass throughout the show, kind of, but I had, I appreciated the fact that he was more set back, that he was more without his armor and without the things that made him Boba Fett, because it, showed, it let him develop as a character, as a human first, and it's kind of the first time we get to um, see and interact with Boba Fett as being human, which we got like a little taste of that in Mandalorian. For me, it's it, like Rob said, it's all about the money, but... When the money is put in the right places and I see really impressive visual effects and action sequences that I could possibly never create, I see the hard work of the team that put that movie together. And I can can only just imagine the way they feel when they're done wrapping an episode and they watch that final edit and they're like, you know, it's not perfect because nothing is. And nothing comes out the way that we want it to. But I can't help but feel like really joyous and cool about the people who made it. And they're like, look, this is honestly a, a good piece of film work. It's a good piece of art. And Robert Rodriguez, like, I, I guess I have a soft spot for him because he's from San Antonio, you know? And like, that might be the Welcome. only reason why. And my dad taught his sisters in high school or Welcome. his sister in high school. So that's pretty wild. Um, and like, I don't know. I just, I feel like, Hey, Hey, especially in the mandalorian season two or whatever the fuck whenever um we first meet boba fett that episode was directed by robert rodriguez and you can tell that he shot some of that like he had to have shot some of that like in um like big bend or somewhere here in texas you know you can see the texas foliage and it's like very obviously texas it could have even been um what's the other one? Uh I think they actually shot it in two places. They shot some of it in Big Bend and then they shot some of it at uh give me a sec. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Um Oh man.
0: Jared, yeah, you're speaking the Lord's truth, my man. Yeah. it.
1: Whatever. Uh but there's there's another park here. Um it'll it'll come to me later. Well,
0: the thing is is that and so I'm just like, look, it's it's fun. Right. And the argument is not if it's fun or not. Like, it's just critiquing what a, one of the richest companies in the world fails to do. And they have the money, they put it towards really good visuals and stuff like that. But for some reason, it's not being put towards the writing as much. Like, just a movie being fun or not, or it, like I said, it's watchable. That's, I guess, fun for me, but that's, that's not the argument. The argument is just like, why, are there so many holes or just so many things to missing it, to from a it. show. Right. And I'm just done milk it. with milking it. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. It's just, I'm tired of that. Like, it's just dumb. So enough about that. We both voiced our opinion at the end of the day. Like I said, I recommend, well, not like I said, it's very watchable. If you like star Wars, you're going to love it. Go check it out. Now to talk about another fucking, <laughs> to, to slowly shift gears here uh dc
1: yeah uh dick dick come sorry uh, sorry peacemaker. listeners sorry sorry guys peacemaker yeah he makes yeah. peace right that's john travolta
0: no it's john cena but uh i've been watching it and i actually really enjoy it it's cool for I, all the reasons uh of not both it mainly because it's really weird out there uh okay oh, okay no we're opening the book above Boba. back up because no why whole... why
1: why are we opening it up
0: because I have to say Rob's saying about Finnick gives her own show the book wait, 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 wait. So, she
1: wait wait start start that over because there's people that are probably listening that don't, don't watch streams so so could you read out Robert's comments for us
0: yeah so Robert said dog they prob gonna get probably come on man you could type it out fully they're probably gonna give Finnick her own show because one ethnic two woman three badass and then he said peacemaker good as fuck okay so we'll go back to peacemaker i swear but i do fully say that um f- but bo- the book of boba is more Phoenix show than i feel like boba show because she was absolutely the best part of it she got all the cool action Dude, she scenes.
1: killed so many people she just ruthlessly kills everybody at the end she says fuck everybody i'm gonna I, do what boba can't i'm gonna rule with fucking power
0: I would down, be down as fuck for a Mulan show, and I mean, like, it's a Phoenix show, but you know, she's Mulan, so I just call her Mulan. So, uh,
1: yeah, she could still pull it off, man. She did all of her stunts, so I mean, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Um,
0: all right, but that's all I wanted to say. But uh, Ro- okay, Rommel so says, okay, so book,
1: so book a Boba Fett close, just to make sure.
0: Yes, we see book the irony. Last, we're closing the book on Boba. We're,
1: we're taking the book away from Boba Fett. We we're saying no more reading. Go back to bed.
0: Yeah, exactly. Pop papas papas are putting you down to bed saying, shut the fuck up, you dumb cunt. Putting Benadryl in your orange juice. Good shit. Anyway, uh no, Rob, shut the fuck up. We're done. I know there's a delay, but we're done talking about spices. <laughs> okay, she so- did play Mulan. I she okay, Rob's I have an argument with Rob here on a delay. He says <laughs> you won't say Asian, because he said she was Asian, where I said ethnic. Which doesn't matter either way. He says, "But you say Mulan." I'm like, "Yeah, motherfucker," because she voiced Mulan.
1: And Mulan that's was just, the name of the character.
0: It's just facts. It's like call, <laughs> it's like calling uh, Robin Williams Genie because he fucking voiced Genie. I'm sorry for yelling at you. I really don't mean it. But it's <laughs> so a okay. peacemaker.
1: Moving on to peacemaker. Does he yeah. ever? Does he? Now, here's the question. Here's the burning question that everybody needs. does. He ever to find know. peace? Does he ever Th- make no, peace? Does he ever make peace? Yes. Does he ever make peace?
0: I don't know. It's not over yet, but uh, it's really, it's really entertaining. It's really good. Uh, funny. And uh, it's an excellent follow-up to his character from suicide squad, because I, I know you said you didn't really like suicide squad. And ironically, you said that DC movies are all the same, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, why would I call someone Judy? God damn it, Rob. <laughs> Get okay. Rob with the podcast. Jesus.
1: Well, Wait, let me stop you there for just one sec. I yeah. never said the DC movies are all the same. I you said, said they
0: feel the same in how they all are dark. They're all right. dark movies.
1: They're just all dark. That doesn't mean they're necessarily. I guess it can mean in the context okay. that they are similar. But that's the thing about them that that gets me kind of a little like, okay,
0: that's fair. I'm not okay. as excited
1: about it. I guess more so because it's like it's like being edgy to be edgy. It's like I'm so edgy. Kind of. Slight disagree on that.
0: (laughs) Slight disagree. (laughs) Oh no, I agree. um, I agree
1: that you I agree on your slight disagree.
0: Well, because at the end of the day, like we just see things differently. Uh I'm not gonna come back to you by saying it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I had to take that dig. But um no, Peacemaker is just uh it's god, James Gunn has such a talent. I don't know if it's James Gunn or someone he works with like directly or something like that. But he has such a talent for using music in his and in whatever co- context he needs to. Like especially like you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, Suicide Squad, whether he likes it or not. And then uh, Peacemaker has a hair metal kind of thing throughout it. So like it's a whole bunch of hair metal, and just all done so well. And you get these, you know, popular songs, you get obscure songs. So like I said, it, whether it's him or someone else, keep at it because using music like that is just really entertaining and really good.
1: I agree. I, I do enjoy, and even in Suicide Squad, the new one, the soundtrack was killer. I mean, he just has a good taste in, um, he must have like a discography of music that just plays in his head as he's writing these scenes. Cause that's how it works. But Rob said, uh, Robert on, on the Twitch stream said that DC movies are dark and nothing but slow-mo. And that shit made me laugh.
0: Or the extended universe stuff. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm I'm liking things like Joker, uh, the new Suicide Squad. I'm looking forward to seeing Batman. Not super. I mean, I'm not. not I don't get I'm excited. Very excited exci- I'm, I'm,
1: I'm very excited to see Batman. I'm very excited. That's the first time I've been excited for a DC movie in a while.
0: I mean, I'm just really looking forward to it. It's like, and you I'm know, just, I'm glad it's is, not like,
1: fucking rated R. And they're like, he's going to decapitate people because DC is rated R.
0: All right, that's the Zack Snyder shit, which I've been on record by saying I liked Zack Snyder as a person. He seems like a decent fellow. I do not like his movies one bit. And that goes for 300. That goes, Watchmen is like almost a pass because he literally copies the comic to a T. But uh, at the end of the day, like, I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder and what he did with the DC stuff. Uh, But I will be seeing Batman in New York with my sister. Yeah, you mentioned
1: that when we went to go see Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, so we're going to see that the week after it comes out. And uh, so that's kind of, you know, something to look forward to, but it's not going to be the main thing of my trip. So that's why I'm like, excited to see it.
1: Robert Pattinson is what Robert put in the chat. Robert Pattinson. Did you get that from
0: Sunday movies?
1: Did you get that from Sunday movies, Robert? Are we plagiarizing? Are you making us plagiarize on our fucking... Uh, Our little Italy piddly podcast,
0: (laughs) motherfucker. If you got that from, if you came up with that yourself, good job. If you didn't, I'm coming for you. Not really. I don't know where you live. I don't really care.
1: I can't believe you. I can't believe you puffed in your mic so hard in the last episode. That was is horrible.
0: Uh, Okay, cool. He doesn't know what Sunday movies is okay it's it's podcast it's two australian guys talking about shit that are probably funnier than us oh most likely (laughs) damn okay so rob gets our gold star he did not make up that robert battinson comment or he did make it up he just didn't steal it hand to stefan's smooth butt
1: nice thanks man
0: you probably do have a smooth butt
1: yeah somewhat
0: yeah i got hair (laughs)
1: <laughs> I got hair too, brother. Anyways, TMI on the Empty Glass Podcast here on your Thursday afternoon. This is we're about halfway through. I do want to say if you guys want to follow us, uh, we we do our Twitch stream here on Twitch. We also are on all the podcasting apps, like literally everywhere now. Um, and if you have trouble finding us, just go to the Empty That's a brand new plug that we have. And that will link you to all the podcasting apps. Like if you use Spotify, uh, you can just press the little Spotify icon and boom, we'll open up in Spotify. If you have, uh, you know, Apple Music, Amazon, we're on Amazon Prime. We're all over the fucking place now. So I've finally got our distributing set up right. And um, it was actually pretty easy, Matt. It's pretty cool. The only thing we're not on yet is Audible. And if Audible is listening, which they're not, they have the hardest setup for podcasters i've ever experienced so far so hey they need to fix something bro because all these other providers distributors they're great but for whatever reason i can't get our shit up on audible which kind of sucks but hey whatever we also like to so, yeah. thank our
0: sponsor uh, lactating embryos and spreading joy to little boys and girls everywhere uh pick up yours today at lactatingembryos.com slash gov
1: that's gotta be the most horrific thing I think you've ever said on the podcast. So thanks for uh, putting I'm that not. directly after the plug for theemptyglasspodcast.com.
0: I'm sorry, what was that site again? Uh the empty dot com. The empty Wow, sounds like a place to check out. Anyway, uh who the fuck do you know who Jared is? Wait, no, I know Jared. Don't I know Jared?
1: Jared, Jared as in R Jared
0: or like, You went to Jared? No. no last names, of course, but uh, maybe Rob just has a buddy named Jared that's different than our Jared.
1: Yeah, there are two different Jareds, so it gets very confusing. Are you talking about he went to Jared, or are you talking about your he went to Jared? Because well, he we said he slapped,
0: he slapped the fuck out of some gentleman named Jared, unless it's Jared we know, but I whatever. think it's I think it's his Jared. Oh, uh, then you don't slap him. He seems like a nice fellow. Anyway, uh, so did you watch or read up on the Nintendo Direct? From yesterday. I
1: I sure, I sure did. I sure did. Um, Cool. Cool stuff, man.
0: Uh, I'm excited about both Wii Sports and Mario Strikers. That seems like a nice, because I I I played those a shit ton on the Wii.
1: I thought that was a cool add-on. I was initially excited for The Force Unleashed, but apparently I have not been schooled here. The Force Unleashed that's coming out on the Switch is the PlayStation 2 slash Wii version of the game.
0: It looks like shit. It, it looks, looks like shit, really but awful.
1: supposedly it's the better game. It has more stuff to do. It's it's way more fun. But I could not justify spending $10 on The Force Unleashed for Switch. What I am excited about, even though I know it costs 25 bucks Nintendo blah blah blah, blah we can go on about this all day, but I am excited that they are bringing like I think it's 25 bucks for all the waves you buy it's like the whole uh, battle pass if you will for Mario Kart 8 because Rose and I play quite a bit of Mario Kart and I'm getting sick and tired of playing the same fucking levels over again, over and over again. And there's going to be 48 new levels on new Mario courses. Kart. 48 new courses. Yeah. Right. So, um, fuck man, they're going all out with that shit and it's only 25 bucks. Like I'll, I'll definitely do that. Um, I was the sucker who paid, I pay for the Nintendo Switch Online fucking expansion that's like 60 bucks a year so I can play the N64 game. Sue me. I don't care. I mean, it's
0: it's whatever you like, honestly. It's nice that they don't bundle it all in one.
1: Yeah, I like being able to play Ocarina of Time on my Switch. I just love it. So I'll take it.
0: So all the and the courses they're adding to Mario Kart Eight are going to be like from previous games and stuff Correct. like that. Correct, and like, some
1: new uh, ones peppered in there. But yeah, they're going with uh 48 new courses. Pretty pretty impressive. I think that's a nice little thing. I, Mario Strikers, dude. I haven't played well, Strikers on. since the one for the Wii. Maybe hold or the, on, or the one before. Hold
0: on, I'm I'm kind of capping here because Rob said he didn't watch the direct. So just kind of close the. We're closing a lot of books today. We're, we're the librarians of your daily lives here. Uh, we're closing the book on Mario Kart by just saying the last wave, whatever, because we're doing four maps at a time, will be like 2023. So this is gonna be pretty sprinkled out. Now, Mario Strikers, you were saying?
1: I haven't played it probably since the GameCube one.
0: I played the Wii one a lot. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And honestly, I, I just have fun with the Mario sport games. They're just casual fun. Because I'm a filthy casual.
1: Oh, he, uh, Robert told me that he thought he texted me separately. Uh, he told me that he thought you were Jared. No, what? this this is Matt. i he Matt, dude. But he didn't come in at the beginning of the episode, so it's okay. What the fuck?
0: How do you not know the central s- tones of my voice?
1: Dude, it's okay, bro. It's
0: and why, okay. So you said you want to slap me?
1: He, I guess so.
0: I don't know. Oh, boy, You better get to type and explain yourself
1: for talking shit, I guess for the plug thing that happened during the plug segment. Oh,
0: no, I, I think it happened afterwards. Anyway, while he's defending himself with a third pa- three page document, uh, they're also doing Splatoon, which I couldn't care less about Splatoon. Uh, and Splatoon Xenoblake. looks
1: fun. Splatoon looks fun. I'm cool.
0: I'm not tossing shit on it. I'm just saying for me, I don't care, <laughs> but, uh, they're also doing Xenoblade Chronicles three, which, um, I think I talked about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 last time. And essentially, I was like, why is this so fucking creepy and oversexualized? <laughs> like with the massive boobs, the like skimpy outfits, like cuz Xenoblade Japanese Chronicles
1: video one, games.
0: Right, but Xenoblade Chronicles 1 and X, which X is probably one of my favorite Wii Nintendo games of all time. Um hey, I've been playing Mortal Kombat 11, Rob. I've been getting a little bit better. Not probably still not as good okay. as you, but no fighting words. Last. No
1: fighting words. Back to what, back to what, let's save the fighting words for a sec.
0: One v one me bitch on sub zero. Nothing but fuck uh, guys.
1: Break it up, Matt. Where were you?
0: Four like Matt. last time. I'm losing. Right, you. Sorry, I'm sorry. I got distracted. But anyway, uh so Xenoblade Chronicles Three looks less creepy, less skimpy, and uh sleazy and shit like that, which is kind of a cool thing, but. My dream of having Xenoblade Chronicles X on my Switch will uh, probably never come to fruition, which kind of bums me out because that game would have been amazing to play on Switch. Um, And then also bringing Portal 1 and 2 uh, to Switch as well. I
1: saw that. I'm very excited for that. I picked that up. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that might be like a gateway for them to put stuff like Left 4 Dead on the Switch?
0: I mean, sure. I mean, because the thing is like... It runs basically
1: like a 360 or like a PlayStation 3.
0: Well, God damn it. Rob's the Rob is throwing some shit. Okay. Hold off on that for one sec. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, the thing is like, I feel like the switch as it is now has kind of capped with its, uh, with the graphics, it can really score. So at this point, I mean, because let's face it, I don't think there's going to be anything that looks better than Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. Like, I think they went out went out the gate with its best-looking shit. Like, maybe a few things, like, artistically-wise or stylistically-wise can uh, outweigh those games, but from a power standpoint, I don't think the Switch can really go further. Um, and they plan on keeping the Switch alive for probably at least another couple of years or so. So that just means while they've while they hit the wall aesthetically, or with, of what they can achieve graphically, they're going to expand what availability they have in the mobile. Like, they're going to take full full focus of the mobility aspect of it, and which they have been doing. So I do fully think that they will be incorporating stuff like Left 4 Dead or more more kind of things like that.
1: Yeah, I think Left 4 Dead would be a really cool pick for the Switch, just because... Um, Servers are still very much alive Whether you play on 360 or PC Rose and I have been playing Left 4 Dead And originally I was playing on the 360 Well I was playing the 360 copy on my Xbox One Um, It was a little choppy I guess I'm just not used to going back in time To 30 frames a second And I'm fucking spoiled So um, I actually modded my PC copy of Left 4 Dead 2 And we play split screen on that And it's really fun
0: Cool. Also, uh, they showed trailer footage for the Kirby Forgotten Land. I, forgot I was going to gonna that. talk
1: about that too. Yeah, that's that looks really, really fucking cool, man. I'm I'm all aka for it.
0: Kirby Odyssey because Kirby. It's Kirby, it it's Kirby looks A lot like Kirby Odyssey.
1: It's Kirby Odyssey, <laughs> it's Kirby Odyssey slash, um, like just GTA. I guess Kirby GTA because you can. Why would a car. it be
0: GTA? Because you can be
1: a car. You can steal cars, but like you can't no. swallow them fully. So Kirby's just like wrapped around a car
0: and then you get honey, to Honey, honey honey no but
1: Grand Theft I mean Kirby. it doesn't look
0: it doesn't look bad. I Grand mean Theft I've Kirby. I've never really played any Kirby games and this looks interesting. So uh I'll, maybe I'll check it out. Who knows? I'm kind of full right now from video games with uh Dying Light. Oh, did you uh, get Dying
1: Light too? Uh Robbie's been streaming Dying Light too and I've been watching him play it.
0: Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Mhm. Um yeah, I've been enjoying it. And, uh, the, okay. The best, not the best thing, but the way I could summarize dying light Two is it's like your kid on the best playground you could be on, but the teacher pulls you aside every few minutes to give you a lecture on ergonomics. Like, I mean, like that sucks ass. I, I feel bad because there was clear effort put into the story and the dialogue. Like they there's so much of it in the game and they someone was really trying it's just not gripping at all um i'm not the only person to say that a lot of people feel the same way and it's not terrible but at the same time like i i don't need as much talking and i don't need to care as much like there's even side quests you pick up where like you know i skip through it but there's like a whole bunch of fucking useless dialogue i'm like guys i just want to fucking grapple hook off a wall and to my death like this is all i want um and like the first time I had like a bunch of story too, but it just, it didn't really, it, Those guys, I don't play those games for the story really. So that's, that's the only downside, um, that I could think of. Yeah. I mean, it just, it's fun when you're able to play. That's about it. Are
1: you playing it on your PS five.
0: I am. Uh, oh yeah. Rosario Dawson is in it too. As Rob said, which was really weird. Um, I mean, fucking Prof. to Rosario Dawson, man. She is a busy fucking person. She is all over the place doing all sorts of different things. Um, like, bravo to her, like, honestly. Yeah, but, yeah, even her dialogue is just, like, odd? I don't know. It, it may be the result of, like, the pandemic and shit like that, that they couldn't really focus on directing too much or something like that. But, yeah, I the storyline is not great.
1: I just looked at the chat, and Robert picked up on my Grand Theft Curb. Thank you, sir.
0: I heard it, too. I just ignored it. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Rosario Dawson is a busy person. Um, yeah. I mean, I, that's how I kind of felt whenever Modern Warfare, now give me a second, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare came out. And it was just like Kevin Spacey, the video game. They're like, Kevin Spacey is the main character bad guy in Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Pick it up today and experience Kevin Spacey.
0: I will say though, that was Dawson. Like she doesn't even show up until like a third into the game. And it's, she's not like a huge major focus. I mean, she is later on, like as you progress further through the game, like she kind of becomes more involved, but it's not a situation like Kevin Spacey, where it's like, we're going to put the camera up their butthole. They, so you see everything they do. So that was nice. I appreciated that. But yeah, Rob, Rob is absolutely on the same boat. It seems like story and dialogue, whatever combat parkour is all about that baby it's it is literally like a giant playground it is just legit fun i'll
1: tell you what watching robert stream that from his ps5 and uh robert can probably confirm this but i i think he's just streaming it like straight from the ps5 using the twitch app it looks so good and i'm like wow it's pretty incredible like how the ps5 just doesn't frame drop anywhere
0: well my ps5 is uh special child i I should say what's wrong i fucking told you what's wrong my ps5 so many times
1: yeah but i know like does it but does is it still affecting shit it's still going on i thought maybe eventually it would be like patched out and you'd be like hey no
0: it's 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 the same it's the same yeah so like it only crashed i think two times while playing dying light so like when i'm playing a ps5 game it's not too bad but trying to play a ps4 game or even trying to run anything off of like PS4 software, like uh, Netflix or YouTubers, for example, which I don't I, I don't know that's this point in time, but was only like kind of incorporated to PS4, just fucking crashes the system. Like it I get a green screen, screen goes green, and then just off, and then I have to I <laughs> not trying to sound lazy here. I can't even turn it on my con my controller. I have to get up my fat ass over to it and press the power button twice. Like it's it's pretty dead dead each time. And I'm like, it's the only a matter of time before I feel like something is damaged. Like, you know, the hard drive gets damaged because it just crashes super hard and shit like that. Uh luckily to-
1: Luckily you're running an SSD, but I mean, you could always call Sony while it's still in like the warranty window.
0: Motherfucker, I have told you my Sony calling story. Do you not remember this? I don't remember this. This is good. I did this it on the podcast. podcast. No, I did it on a podcast episode. Really? No shit. Well, give me a refresher. Essentially, send a chat. They said the call. Called them. Said the line is too busy. Send a chat. Send an email. You got a call. Send up send an email again. Got a call. Called again. No one picks. Like, it's like, we're too busy hanging up. I can't even leave a voicemail or a callback. It's just uh really dumb.
1: Try again.
0: But ah, oh God. Whatever. I'm just. I, I'm fine with it because, like I said, for the most part, um, for PS Five games, I don't really get that issue. Um, yeah, Rob, I feel like he ignores a lot of things I say, but it's okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, he Rob, said. Rob said he also has uh, his Robert in the chat on Twitch says that his PS Five used to randomly just shut off and have to reboot after launch. Is it? Is it? Has it gotten better since Robbie? Have you noticed anything fucked up since? But back to you, Matt. That's fucking. That sucks. I don't know. I would try to call them again at least. Like I would just keep pounding them until they answered me. Because even if you bought that console used, it doesn't matter. It's still under warranty.
0: I didn't buy it used. I I bought it off of a guy who had a package and everything was so good. But um, yeah, I mean, like I said, for PS Five games, it runs fine uh, for the most part. You, Only you get crashes it, here and there. Second,
1: okay, that's good. You bought it second hand though. That's what I am saying. Like it shouldn't Yeah, deter you. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and so with Dying Light kind of running its course very quickly, uh, no iron, no ironic thing or anything like that. Um, he's okay. And Rob said no problems after like four months, there was like an initial, there was an initial thing with that, which I heard about. And I thought maybe my system had that too, but no, mine's mine's a little bit deeper in the hardware. Um, but yeah, so once Dying Light finishes up, which I don't know. I'm gonna beat it before moving on to something else. I am getting Horizon Zero Dawn in the mail, but I'm probably gonna play that at a later date. Uh because the big boy, Elder Ring Baby, it's coming out soon. I'm gonna waste my entire fucking life playing that game because very nice. I am just immensely looking forward to it.
1: I don't really have a game yeah. that's coming out that I'm super crazy for, I guess.
0: And this ends this part of the conversation. Um, I don't, so guys, I don't I'm trying
1: you. to. <laughs> thanks for listening. No, I'm just kidding. We're not done yet, guys. We still got a little bit more time. Um, but I, I don't know. I, yeah,
0: I, baby. Jerry. Okay. So,
1: <laughs> so, Robert, Robert, Robert was talking about Sifu, Dying Light, which we already yes. talked about, and Apex Legends. Well, no, no.
0: Fuck, fuck Apex. Not, okay. Not a bad game. I love, I love, love, love Time Fall. Apex is just whatever, but, uh, Sifu is another game I'm really looking forward to, and what I have heard about it, and Rob can probably attest, but but also he probably is just good at it because he is good at video He's games. He's also
1: streaming it right now. I, I watched him stream it yesterday and today.
0: Um, it is incredibly demanding, which I love uh, because I I know the combat is not exactly, but it is kind of. Uh, I used to play a lot of the Arkham games challenges which required not getting hit a single fucking time over and over again until I perfected it. So I kind of have that bit of mindset, which is what you need for seafood, because even if you complete a stage, your age carries over. So you want to make sure to literally complete each stage as young as possible. And I feel like I am just all fucking about that. Give me the fucking spoon, daddy. I want it.
1: It looks like a cool game, especially from what I've seen Rob play.
0: You, how How many... Followers does Rob have? Does Rob have more know, followers bro, than us?
1: Probably, bro. <laughs> it's not. Well, damn, it's not dude. hard to have more followers than we do.
0: But that's true. We do kind of suck.
1: We do kind of suck. But hey, I've been. I've been thinking like the game Sifu is pretty sweet, right? I've, I watched Robert play quite a bit of it. It would be really cool to get. It might. It made me think about this game that I haven't thought about in a long time. But I know you played it because you let me borrow it for like ever. Um, sleeping dogs.
0: Oh yeah. I really, would, Jared, I really
1: would like like a second sleeping dogs.
0: Speaking of Jared, and this is still having to do with sleeping dogs. Um, I bought that game for Jared, uh, cause it was like on sale for like $4. I'm like, do not miss out on this game because this game is excellent. Um, and it's just, it's true crime, Hong Kong, like legitimately. Uh, I'm Okay, Rob is messaging 15 in the chat. He did say it's grind central, like get good. Hashtag, if I can beat Sekiro. Fuck, hold on. If I can beat Sekiro, I can beat this shit. Um, (laughs) And then he goes on to say, (laughs) (laughs) the sequel (laughs) for Sleeping Dogs is Awake Dogs.
1: Robert, I fucking love you, (laughs) dude. Awake dogs. Wait, Incredible. wouldn't it be groggy,
0: wouldn't it be groggy dogs in the third one? No, I like dogs?
1: they're awake dogs, dude. They're awake now. They were sleeping. <laughs> <now they're> awake. <laughs> it's fucking good. I don't know why he said fifteen. Um, See, that doesn't is, make is... any sense to us. Hey, but we can't focus too hard on that. I wanted to ask you, what's your favorite? <gasps> what's your oh,
0: favorite? Fifteen followers.
1: Fifteen followers for Robert. He has fifteen. No, that's followers. not right. Hold on, Rob, yeah. put in your...
0: Put in your fucking thing. I'm following you right now.
1: Nice. Now he's gonna have 16. So you were right the first time, Matt. What is your favorite Matt? What is your favorite Studio
0: Ghibli movie? Hold on, I'm blocking him instead.
1: (laughs) I know. I think I know what
0: it is. Uh, You should know what it is. I think I've mentioned it. But I could. I
1: could be wrong because they do change for people. It's 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 House Moving Castle still. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's still running okay, but. I do like How's Moving Castle quite a bit. I recently watched uh, Tales, to- Tales from Earthsea. Yeah, D- the one I remember that, that one. The one that Hayao Miyazaki fucking disowned, his son, <laughs> disowned his son over. And it's not that bad. Definitely not worth disowning your son over. But hey, you know what I did watch that was Damn. not as good? Follow. Have you heard of the new Ghibli movie called Earwig and the Witch?
0: Oh... It's like I remember 3D. seeing it on Netflix, right?
1: No, it was on HBO, and um, it's like a 3D animated um, Studio Ghibli movie directed by Gorō Miyazaki, and it was good. Nothing happened. It's just one of those movies where it's just like nothing happens. Another movie that did that was the movie Encanto. 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 Because I'm white. And in Canto and yeah, good movie. Absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. Nothing happens, but Hey.
0: Yeah. That's where Ash was. He was in Encanto, right? In Canto region.
1: Yeah. In Canto region. You're right. He was in Canto region. That's where Ash was and professor Oak and all the other Pokemans.
0: And scar was there. And scar was there. Sorry, <laughs> okay. that's a John that John <laughs> thing.
1: <laughs> and
0: scar. was um, there? Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. I just haven't had the, I haven't had the need to watch a lot of things. I mean, I've already talked about this a bunch in like previous, uh, things, but like, I've just really been drawn to indie shit recently. Just something different, a a kind of palate cleanser for the types of popular movies I've been watching a lot. Um, actually what I watched recently, which I really, really liked was pig with Nicolas cage and, uh, Oh, what's his name? Something Wolf. Uh, he was a guy from Hereditary and also the Naked Brothers Band, which I just found out about that.
1: Alex Nat, Wolf? Nat Wolf. Nat Wolf.
0: Yeah, because they're brothers. But uh, yeah, Nat Wolf was in it with Nicolas Cage. And I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a, a nice subversion because the plot of it makes it sound like it's going to be a John Wick movie. And throughout the movie, it keeps you keep thinking it's going to turn into that, but it never does. And Nicolas Cage gives actually a really great performance. And uh, it has some some quality of life thing in there. Um, Oh, Rob wants to be on next episode. I mean, it's kind of a height requirement. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be down with that. Thanks for watching,
1: Rob. You take it easy, man. Thanks for watching the stream.
0: Yeah, I love you, Bubby. Um, But not big. Big was really good great (laughs) okay that's enough no more advertising i I know like literally i'm watching you're watching so it's literally just us three here i don't think Stefan's even watching but uh yeah for sure anyway um yeah pig it's worth i think it's worth checking out Uh, another
1: like um somewhat low budget movie i watched recently which i don't know if you'd necessarily consider it indie you could just call it low budget or something that normally shouldn't have been made but it was still made was Casa de Mi Padre with Will Ferrell. Have you ever seen that movie? Oh, God
0: damn it. I worked at Embassy when it came out.
1: Dude, that was fun. It's a definitely a fun movie. It's it's. Um,
0: I've mentioned this before. Comedy is a very hard sell for me. It is incredibly hard, uh, even at that point in my life. Uh, I know my grandma used to watch a bunch of those telenovelas and shit like that, but uh, yeah, that, that one I couldn't watch. I feel you, man. I thought it was but, funny. But I'm glad you liked it. That's great.
1: God, it's just it's just kind of appalling to watch. Um, it's almost cultural appropriation type zone, but in the other way, in a way, it makes it feel like because the movie's actually like produced and directed by and written by like people of a Hispanic background. I feel like it's kind of the opposite. Like they they're in on the joke, but the fact that Will Ferrell like learned Spanish for that whole movie is pretty fucking impressive to me (laughs) it's still pretty impressive to me that he literally only speaks spanish i mean he maybe only has one english line throughout the whole movie and that coming from somebody like will ferrell it's like what you know i i was pretty impressed by that and i remember i think i saw that movie by myself it's one of the few movies i went to go see by myself in the theater and later on i was like that was just a trip of a movie you know everything that happened in the movie was just a trip of a movie. And I don't know if it just vibed differently because I was by myself, but I watched it recently uh, with Rose and we had a good time. It was fun.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, and one thing you kind of reminded me when you said it, uh, when you said low budget, uh, Pig was absolutely low budget. But I do just want to give a quick shout out to Michael Samoski, the director and writer, like first time director, first time writer. And also the film is shot Fucking gorgeously, like low budget, but looks incredible. It looks, it. it's shocking to think it's someone's first movie because it looks fantastic. Is this also, movie from
1: like the nineties or the early two thousands or what? No, it came out like last year, 2021. Oh, whoa. There's, wow. Is there a pig yeah. in the movie?
0: Yes. It's uh Nicholas cage plays a guy who lives like out in the middle of the woods who has a truffle pig, uh, where they go hunting for truffles. And at one point his truffle pig is stolen and he goes out to look for it. But like I said, it has a John Wick kind of uh, opening in the sense that like you seem like it's about to go all oh, actiony, never does. Um, but it's has has some takes on life and like what's important more so than anything, which I really enjoyed. Uh, also, definitely, if you're on if you have a Twitch, this will be our first sponsor. If you have a Twitch, be sure to check out frosty robbie at twitch he likes to have people hang out with him being dumb uh so he says in chat so check out frosty robbie he's a good good guy uh could kick my ass in mortal Kombat. for now i may be able to take him into justice too we'll need to settle that at one point yeah Uh, he
1: streams like he streams like every day where we just stream once a week because we're lame
0: yes we are the lame and so is robbie but he's also less rain less lame less brain <laughs> less lame
1: yes dyslexia is a hell of a drug sir
0: in my brain is that dyslexia why i was just deciphering shit in my brain I think to say so.
1: i think so i think it still can be considered the same thing or you just didn't think before you said which, seems to, be, like which it. seems to be yeah. the, the norm more so than anything else
0: well fuck you too mister all right but uh um, all right i think i'm out of topics. How about you? Yeah,
1: I think I'm out of topics, and so it's a little shorter than last week's episode, but we're still over the hour mark, which is nice. Um, is that I the goal take, here? Yeah, I think an hour is 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 typically the goal because as we, I was thinking about it, the way we used to record is that we would record like three 20 minute episodes in one sitting, fifteen to twenty minute episodes.
0: Then and this the way, two, twenty minute, one, right, one hour, right,
1: yeah. or some shit, where it's just easier to just say, hey, it's an hour, you know. Our show's an hour. Sometimes it goes a little longer. Sometimes it's a little shorter. So, but just to kind of, just to kind of like, hey, you know, plan an hour out in your day if you want to catch us live on the live stream. We are the Empty Glass. The Twitch.com/slash/the Empty Glass to follow us on Twitch. Uh, Or again, you can go to the Empty Glass.com. That'll have a hyperlink to where if you want to listen to us on any of your podcast platforms, you can. Uh, Yet again, that's the Empty Glass podcast.com i'm sorry i said the empty glass.com it's the empty glass podcast.com and uh yeah
0: you go you go into fucking jazz sponsor mode whenever you do it's like the empty glass.com it's It's kind of a joke it's kind
1: of my joke i'm trying to like i'm trying to emulate the npr the npr type
0: i hit my mic if you want to. if you
1: want to follow us you can follow us on the let me start that over. Give me a sec. I want to try to give it an, a, a full. Hey, guys, in-
0: be sure to hit that follow button. Yeah, smash that smash bell. Smash
1: that like. Smash that bell. No, you no, no.
0: You come back next week. We'll be happy to have you. <laughs> God.
1: Hey, <laughs> right, well, thanks for listening, guys.
0: Right, bye, guys.
1: Bye.